What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 37 of Comic Book Nation. How is everybody? Of course, I am not Kofi Outlaw once again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's enjoying some some time away, so uh, we will be holding down the fort here. But I think we got it. I think we I think we can handle this. We good. Um, we have so, some special guests, so. <laughs> yes, exactly. We got some reinforcements uh, to bring things in. Uh, but first, of course, I am joined by our wonderful co-host, Janelle. Hello, everyone. Really happy to be here. And I, th- I believe so, right? This is the Comic Book Nation debut, is it not? Of <gasps> yes. Nick Valdez. Yes. Oh. Howdy, everybody. Thank you for having me. Uh, Look at that background. I, yeah, I've always wanted to say this. Uh, Long time listener, first time caller. So, you know, thank you. <laughs> yes. thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> <Love> <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, so we have a uh, absolutely a uh, massive show. We have so much uh, to get to. Of course, we're going to be talking about comics because you know it's us. Uh, we're going to be talking about, we've, we've got Nick here, so I actually get to geek out about Power Rangers. Oh my gosh, <laughs> shove that go? in here. Uh, you damn straight I did. Uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, reviews for Why the Last Man, Malignant, Recap on Titans, What If, all that. So we got lots to talk about. But first, uh, I am very excited to welcome uh, the writer of Harley Quinn, the animated series, the Eat, Bang, Kill Tour number one. T. Franklin is with us. How are you? Hey, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Oh, my God. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time. Listen, thank you for having me. Uh, yeah. Thank you for reading my tweet. I'm like, oh, let's do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, as everyone on this show Sometimes knows, the internet's good. Yeah, you know? right. It has, its <laughs> it has its moments. I'm always down to talk comics. We love comics here, and uh, yeah, we actually have big Harley Quinn fans. So it was, it was like the perfect, the perfect thing. Um, so yeah, let's get started. Um, you know, just on kind of a broad sense, because this, of course, ties into the animated series. You know, what do you feel that? show gets so right about Harley and what did you kind of enjoy about being able to explore that here in the series? Everything. For real. (laughs) I mean, watching Harley finally dump the Joker, kicking his ass, hitting him with a bat to the bolt. Like, yo, let's go. (laughs) Finally. He deserved every... I get why she didn't kill him. But if I was Harley in that moment, I'd have been like, you got to go. But I freaking, I loved everything about it. It was some stuff that was like, I don't know. But I really, true. I watched this show before I even knew that this was my, my journey, I was already a fan, right? Like, I yeah. watched the show like four or five times because it was so good. And then we're in a pandemic and I couldn't even go anywhere. So I, I was like, yeah, that was my comfort, right? <laughs> so yeah. I watched the show over and over and over again. And when we finally got season two and the kids happened, <laughs> along with like the entire internet, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I just remembered screaming. I think I did a little video on IG. I was like, oh my God, this naked. Like I was over the moon. Listen, I I, I want to stop real quick because I just want to let everybody know that I am autistic. So if you do see me start stimming and flailing my arms around or doing anything, it is normal. And that's me. And that's who I am. Oh so God. I just wanted to 
Absolutely. Scott that in real quick. I also do that, but I'm just very animated. <laughs> so we can do yes. it together. It was um it was really such a dope show. Like all around, we had disability representation with Psy and with Dr. Psycho. Um, we had at Everything was amazing. Shout out to Justin and Patrick and Dean and the writers and Kaylee and Lake and everybody involved, cast crew, everybody involved with the show. Y'all did the damn thing and they won an award. So that's amazing. Right. <laughs> and now you're part of this too. It's amazing. Yes. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm really excited that you're here. Um, my, my question for, for you is, and this is going to be great because we just touched on it. What element of Harley and Ivy's friendship slash relationship, because we kind of got to see both, was most important for you to explore? And is there anything you wanted to steer clear of or kind of stay away from? Oh, my goodness. Loaded question. Okay. I know. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, um, I really wanted to, like, there's, we got a happy ending ish right yeah. on the show we got um we got to see harley's journey of leaving him betraying ivy getting her heart crushed by ivy who mm -hmm. was like i want to i you a little too much sis i love you <laughs> as a friend but i'm gonna go be with my man right so yeah. we had all these things but it's not gonna be rainbows butterflies and kittens like no relationship is like that so I wanted to explore what the underneath the the line because they all everybody in that show got some type of trauma right <laughs> everybody got some type of trauma and that trauma doesn't go away just because you're in a relationship it's mm -hmm. there yeah and at times it will rear its head without any control of yours like it'll just come out so i really wanted to show that these two women although they love each other and they're in this really dope relationship that they both got some shit and they both oh can i first? i'm sorry they both got some <laughs> we're all bg 13 years so yeah this comic book is not for kids at all. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely wanted to show that, you know, they've got some trauma and they really need to deal with that. And I did get to do that. Yeah. As far as what I wanted to steer clear from, ableism. I'm disabled, you know, um, besides being autistic, I have a heart condition and I've had multiple surgeries on my back. I'm a wheelchair user, right? So... When people say things like lame, that means somebody who can't walk, right? When they, when people constantly use the word crazy, that's somebody with mental health issues. And we need to be mindful of the things that we say because it hurts. It hurts people. And I know Harley, crazy and Harley. Hand in same, hand. Right. Right. But in my series, this series I'm writing, we ain't got none of those words. I'm not. Doing I love it. that. I love because that. my. I'm representing not just for black folks, for queer folks, for disabled folks, for autistic folks. And I want to make sure I come correct. 
right? I want to make sure everybody can see themselves on the cover, on the pages. And I don't want somebody to read and be like, oh, you're so crazy, Harley. I don't want that. I don't want that. And you, know, you don't even notice that. Like it, you can make a beautiful work of art without including those things. Like I did Ooh. not even catch that. Yeah, you did a great job of that. That's, that's really, really strong. I'm very adamant about not using those words because they are so harmful and they have such a loaded, complicated history. And I just did not want to add to it, not on this run. Like it just, you can tell a story without using ableist words. You really can. It's not hard. And I mean, sh shoot, I did it for Harley. <laughs> if I could do it for Harley, y'all could do it for any other thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, for real. Uh, absolutely. You know, you mentioned, right, it's the layers. It's kind of the the underneath. And that those are some of the my favorite scenes uh, in the book, it's just like when Ivy has to take a minute and just like, it's, it's fine. We're, we're Several okay. We're, yeah. yeah. We're, we're okay. It's, it's not, it's not played for, um, drama. It's not played for just, you know, it, it feels real. It feels organic because these people are coming in with, with baggage, uh, and things to deal with. So it felt, it felt a lot, it was very human. And so that's what I really loved about this. But also, too, uh, Max's artwork is just stunning. <laughs> it's all—it's such a perfect fit uh, for the story, and just—and also just the fun too, because there are you know a lot of fun moments in between. You know, were, were there any moments? Because I'm always interested in the in the process. You know, were there any moments you, you, you write a script, of course, and then it's like you know here have the artist interpret it were there any moments where max just took things in a completely different way and you were like oh my lord everything <laughs> like, <laughs> max is a beast max Saren is a beast every time i get a page i'm like bro <laughs> i didn't even see it that way right like i see it one way when i'm writing it but what max did was like just what? Yeah. Like every freaking Max's facial expressions needs to win an Emmy, a Grammy, an I everything. Everything. Because the acting is just it's it's a mind blowing what Max has done on those pages. It's I mean, did y'all see Gordon? Like, yes. I thought you said bust the blood vessel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's art. It, it's mm, magnificent. Yeah. Love it. Max is amazing. Max, Marissa's colors. Yep, those colors. It was like mm -hmm. Marissa just sucked the colors out of the animated. <laughs> and just turned it up even more. Like, it, it, this whole now this is my first superhero comic. My first big I've got image books, but this is so like ah right. It's so <laughs> cool. It's so different. And I'm just every time I get a page, I'm like, you okay. Okay, like I'm pinching myself because I'm like, this can't be real. 
And it's so gorgeous. And Taylor's letters, shout out to Taylor. He from Jersey. I'm from Jersey. Hey, Jersey. <laughs> like, it's so cool to see everybody's work. Like, the yeah. team is just, shout out to my editor, Katie Kubert. Like, yo, this it, it, it's dope. The, everybody has brought their, and the, I know y'all seen them variants. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those, man, those variants rule. I think there's 13 of them. Like, what? Wow. Yeah. 13. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. They are amazing. Shout out to everybody who was working on these variant covers. Like, I am just. Yeah, they brought their A game for sure. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So let's slide into another question because this one I'm really eager about. What can you tease about issue two? Because I know that we are headed to Catwoman's hideout. And is there anything specifically we should be looking for or any kind of teaser that you have ready for us? Okay. So we do go. She drops the kitties off at Selena's and there's kitty talk. (laughs) There's a lot of kitty talk. And we're here to save the kitties. And um, Harley and Ivy are very sympathetic to Selena's wants and needs. Oh, good. Ooh. Oh, interesting. That's uh, that's such a big cliffhanger now. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make up so many scenarios in my mind. I already know I'm in trouble. <laughs> well, and anytime those characters get together. You know, uh, it's 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 wonderful. So yeah, yeah. That when, once I saw that that was where we were headed next, I got I got a little I got a little excited. Yes. <laughs> like, um, and then of course you see the covers, and um, I, now I know from the solicits uh, that hit that Vixen is going to be <laughs> in in the series. Um, now I know that's a favorite of of your so you know how did that what was that a pitch was that something you pitched was that something that kind of came to you with and you know what can we kind of expect what what was it was it kind of cool to just have a favorite in the series from the gate when i pitched i was like i'm gonna just slide her in <laughs> wait <laughs> to see if they slide her back out <laughs> well, she's still in now <laughs> she is still in there i have been sitting on Vixen, this this Vixen issue since January. And I love oh, Vixen. And it was torture. Like, y'all. I was like, I mean, I could keep a <laughs> secret, but this is like, this is Vixen. But I ain't want the black van to come and take me. So I was just like, all right, I'm just chill. I'm not going to say But when I saw that today, I was like, yeah, let's go. Guess what? I grow Vixen. Let's go. Like, I have been speaking this into existence for like, I don't know, five, six, seven years. Oh, man. And it finally happened. So I am still like, I, I woke up, logged on, and they're like, Vixen. I'm like, Oh, it came out. <laughs> yeah. So I just been like, I was, I was like, wait, I got so caught up that I was almost late coming here because I was just so happy about yeah. Vixen. I am over the moon. Vixen is an important character in the series. Um, 
And what can I say? We can you tell us anything about their interactions, like with Harley and and Ivy? I can say it's not. It's 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 mm, mm, it's it's not. Uh, it's it ain't funny though. Friendly. That reaction says it all. <laughs> yeah, you like, didn't even need to follow it up. That yeah. reaction says it all. I, I wish this came out in the podcast for it because that's going to be hard to like. Oh, that's a that's a tease. That's a it's an even bigger tease than what's coming in issue two. I I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Oh my god! Then you see the cover for issue five came out and. Harley and Ivy are at a strip club. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> right? Let's Right? And there is on the cover a stripper with vitiligo. So again, <sighs> it is so important to have yeah. these. We exist. Disabled people exist. People with facial. There's somebody with facial differences in an issue that's coming up. Like, it is so important to have not just the conversations, but to actually see it. So I'm like hyped, even though I'm really, really hyped for issue four, but I'm really, really hyped for issue five because we have a vitiligo stripper. Like, what? That's amazing. I said, BC, let me go to a strip club. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's, that's the thing too, is that for people coming from the animated series, it, it really carries that same approach, that that tone. Like it, it's a perfect compliment, and more so than I was expecting, actually, because because I, I even thought like, well, maybe they might, you know, have like they might try and rein it in. It's like, nope, like it's, it's wonderful. It's a, that's how you want it coming from that show. Now, um, I know we go ahead. I mean, with the title of Eat, Bang, Kill, like I got to have the eating, the banging, and the. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like, part of it, man. It's a trio. Okay. I mean, she did cartwheel on the coochie. <laughs> like, I'm trying to, go, like, look, I don't know if DC ever give me a boogie because they're like, oh, Lord, this girl too much. But <laughs> let me go and swing for the fence. Let me grab the whip. Let me Hey, man. I feel like that's the way to go. Yeah. yeah if you get one chance. Do all like, out do with it. it. Yeah, yeah, go all out. Yeah. Yeah. Go don't all don't out. hold anything back. Because that's Absolutely. how we end up with shows that you know don't have finales and stuff. It's like because they held back. Like, no. Nope. They held back. I'm not holding back anything. There is a new <laughs> character on the cover of issue five. There is a brand new villain character that Max and I created. And I'm really, really oh. hyped about that. Um, the cover is really gross, even though we're at the strip club, Ooh. but it's a really <laughs> gross oozy cover. And I'm really I can't wait to for y'all to see i mean the cover is dope but these pages are like not like gr- like it's gr- like this character is nasty <laughs> like he a gross character he smell oh my gosh so many visuals from that creative creates you know, a vivid a vivid picture um you can now, tell by the cover oh i'm so excited so issue gross. four is vixen and issue, issue five is new villain. Issue five is new villain on the cover. Okay. And issue four wow. is oh man. And then issue two is Catwoman. Oh my god, this is great. Catwoman. Issue three, they go on their first date. Oh, oh wow. Mm-hmm. Got a little lady in the tramp. 
spaghetti oh, action on the cover. Oh, it, yes, yes, yes. This is going to yes. be fun. This is going to be it so is, much fun. I can't it wait. Is I really, really hope, like, I know everybody wants season three, myself included, but I hope that this ties people over and they could just have fun and enjoy it. It's not going to be exactly like the show, but it's a bridge to it. And I don't know, maybe I know nothing about the show, but who knows? Maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe somebody will pop up or maybe. Some, I don't know. I just want to see. Maybe Harley you'll see her. Carrying, this is what I'm saying. I want to see Harley carrying Ivy up the escalator. That's really all I want. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, before uh, we get to our last question, because I know we have to let you go, but this has been amazing. Uh, this is canon, right? Like it's all ex- it's it's official. Like it exists in the universe mm-hmm. of the show, right? Or no? I don't really. That would be a question for Justin and Patrick and Dean. I'm not sure. Um, I know it's a bridge to the show, but I I I can't speak on that. Okay. No, it's good to know. No, it's good to know. Absolutely. But I mean, honestly, if they were to just roll with it, it would fit right in. Like it really is a wonderful bridge to the series, uh, especially for people who haven't watched the series. And by the way, if you haven't watched the series, go watch the series. <laughs> go, what are you doing? Go do that now. It's on HBO Max now. You have no excuse. Go do that now. Um, you know, so what is next? Because uh, you mentioned we've got a couple more uh, issues of the series coming up. But what's next for T? Where, where can find uh, fans find your work? Okay, so what's next? I do have a short in the Tis the Season to be Freezing, a DC anthology coming out in December, I believe. It's a oh. or something like that. So that's really cool. Um, I get to work with Yancey LeBlanc on the, he does Superhero Girls. So oh. I'm really, really excited. Oh. About that. <laughs> Oh my it's, gosh. It's, it's a cool, fun story. Um, but I'm also branching into TV. I am officially <gasps> a TV writer. So nice. I am. Congrats. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I can't say what I'm working on, but um, I've got a few things cooking in a pot. And hopefully, DC will be like, let me add some stuff to it. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm, I'm free, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Busy but but free. Yes, I'm you sound I'm very busy. busy. I will um, make room. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I am hyped for the that special because I am all about anything that takes place in like December or like like season like that, like the winter season or anything. I'm game for. I also love DC superhero girls <laughs> rules. Uh, so very excited for that project and uh, cannot wait to, to find out what the TV one is. So whenever you want to make that and let us know. Oh, trust me. Y'all gonna be like, oh, snap, you doing it? Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't speak and want it no more because that black van be circling and I ain't got no time to be kidding. <laughs> Well, we are not here to get you in trouble. Uh, but, no, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining the show. Seriously, if you if you haven't read the issue yet, it's in stores now. Go check it out. It's also on digital as well. Thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you. Thank Such you. A pleasure. For, thank you to everybody. Um, my Twitter, Miss T Franklin. Um, you can find me there. I want to shout out to all my followers and a special shout out. Happy birthday to Sean Pryor. He is my big brother and I'm so happy. He's an oh, awesome comic creator. And I just wanted to say I love him to everybody. Oh my gosh. 
But Aww. thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Of course. Coffee, baby. Come back anytime, please. It was yes. such a pleasure so getting much. to know you. Oh my gosh. And thanks for the chat. Even you guys, before we even started the interview, she was just so freaking fun to chat with. Like, <laughs> we talked about her amazing tattoo. Like, you've got to follow her. You've got to check out her work. Like, she just awesome. So nice meeting you. Thank you all. Y'all have a blessed day and be safe. Stay masked up, everybody. Mass up. Mass up. Let's go. All right, Tommy. Well, <laughs> thank I you so you. much. <laughs> well, that was awesome. Man, I love you. We should start out the show more of a comics. <laughs> that is the I most mean, fat comment ever, and I'm, I mean, like, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. Here to like to, to throwing, go against it. He's somewhere. He's somewhere. Like, no, we are not. The show's already enough of Matt's agenda. We're not doing it. All right. Uh, so that was awesome. Uh, we will, of course, um, get to the other comments because we have two more issues to tackle. We will get to those later in the show. Yeah, let's talk this horror film. Oh god, I know Jenna. Oh, okay, so quote unquote, right? Quote unquote horror. Quote unquote. Oh, <laughs> um, so when we uh when we this first came up as a topic, because Kofi was like, like, of course, like we gotta talk malignant, right? Uh Janelle's reaction. I, I forget exactly what you said, but you were like, oh no, do I have to watch this? <laughs> So like not I, hate, I do not like scary stuff. I won't sleep, and and I'm like not at home. Like I just I know that I'm in in a lot of trouble if I have to watch. I have to like mentally prepare myself and set set time aside like in the morning so I can recover all day long before I go to sleep at night. Yeah, I understand. I can't remember what what horror movie it was, but there was one that we had to watch for the show, and I watched it, and I made the mistake of watching it at like. 11 o'clock at night like it was like oh I'll just I'll just knock this out and then I was so I mean I, I'm legit I had nightmares like I was like it was in my dreams I was like oh my god I was like thinking of monsters it just yeah it screwed me up I don't do that anymore now it's like I do the same thing do the morning and we'll go from there so malignant uh now we are going to talk spoilers um how do you go to sleep Listening to creepy pastas and stuff like gets in my oh brain. My I have to listen to like a sports podcast or like a gaming podcast. Like I can't, I can't do it. Um, so we have to talk about spoilers though if we are going to talk malignant because I feel like there's no way to not address that. That's the biggest yeah. point uh, that that everyone's talking about in this. So again, spoilers coming for malignant. Um, so uh, I know everyone talks about I okay, we'll just go from general opinions because I, I know Janelle, Janelle's not about it. Nick, did you have a chance to watch it or no? Yes. Uh okay, so is this a prank? Like <laughs> is this is this James Wan like getting the Aquaman checks? You know, I, I don't know how these things these things work. You would know more than I do, right? Um, but is this a prank? Like is this like what what he's been trying? I, I know it's his pet project, but like is this a prank? Is this intentional the way it is? Like, how much is intentional? How much is unintentional? Because, um, yeah, like we all we've all seen it, so I I don't know what what did everybody else think of it? <laughs> um, okay, so I. We had yeah, I was gonna Chicano say, kid said, I, I, yeah, I didn't think it was that scary. It felt more like action thriller, to be honest. So that actually makes me feel like I might be able to handle it. So in the third act, especially it, it changes because 
twist changes things, yes. uh, which we'll get into in a minute. The twist changes things. And so then, yeah, the, the last portion of the movie is very much a different feel from especially like the first 30 minutes. Um, the first part of the movie. Okay. I will admit this. If you're going for the B movie feel, um, you know, that classic, like you, you, you just want to evoke uh, that sensibility of just like, you know, the over the topness of the characters, the making stupid choices, uh, <laughs> the like, you know, the very Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, hey, let's run into the room with like a bunch of chains and stuff like let's not like that kind of stupidity. <laughs> this this movie leans into that at uh, the beginning, it has that feel. It has that okay. that tone. Some people th- are arguing that it's not purposeful. I I don't know with Juan being such a horror like I mean that's yes we know him obviously for Aquaman but like mm-hmm. some of his biggest stuff and a lot of his stuff has been horror leaning so I don't know I I don't feel like he he's someone that would miss that unless it's intentional like I feel like if if that's that way he probably meant for it to be that way whether or not it's good is a completely different argument yeah. which I will not say it's good I'm just saying that I don't think it was a mistake i don't think it was just him like being lazy on the job i think it was he went for a tone and maybe the execution wasn't the best but i tend to like stuff that kind of leans into that i think of like cabin in the woods like i love that movie right but i feel like that movie's executed better in the way it lays its camp and cheese and stuff all right let's get to the twist here's the thing here's the thing the twist if I was just grading the twist, A. <laughs> so Jim says the twist is so it, fun. It is because, okay, so like in the trailers, of course, they've been teasing that like, you know, the imaginary friend comes back and stuff like that. Right. And then you're kind of mm-hmm. watching and you're, and you're, they're, they're laying a bunch of stuff. Now half of it's stuff you don't care about. <laughs> But they're laying a bunch of tiles and stuff. But then you get to the thing of being like that. It was essentially what's the best way to to describe this. It's it's the conjoined twin that she had absorbed in the womb. Yes. That grew out of her back, had full sentience, could like absorb electricity, speak through the radio, also had like arms. And then they... They operated to remove the sibling, the malignant, malignant tumor, right? That's what they're going for. They they did that and then pushed it back into her skull, like the remaining part of the twin. Yeah, that was gross. Yeah. (laughs) And so this twin years later, after some very unfortunate things happened uh, that I don't really want to get into, it takes over her body and eventually gets revenge on the doctors that originally tried to take it out. So it's, that's the whole thing. And then, but, you know, what like, last, like 30 minutes of it really. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of when it becomes more of like an action, gory. Yes. Thriller thing. Um, but okay. One, the visual is creepy. I hate like grudge is another one. Okay. Mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. when people come out of people, it's weird. <laughs> 
I don't <laughs> like it. It disturbs me. <laughs> okay. Like, like when, like not in like any other way other than like a way that's supposed to happen. Okay. Like when like people move their hair back and like, there's an eye there. So that it freaks me out. I hate that stuff. <laughs> right. So this was very much like that, but the, I, the concept of the dormant, you know, person and the twin, like, feeling all this anger and and that and like trying to kind of having influence and being sent like sentient because it was always all that and and the reason why by the way is also a thing because the reason why the twin wakes up is because she's being abused so that is actually the triggering moment that wakes the twin up because the twin has been dormant this entire time aside from like early early on so like that, like all that stuff is like, <laughs> it's just what, but in a good way, I was right. like in, and then when, you know, it's like, oh, but there's hands and now it's, now I have powers and like yeah, some of that stuff is when it goes off the rails. But the, the problem I have with it is that it takes an hour to get there. Right. Like, there's, there's, you know, it starts off eccentric, ends wildly. But there's like an entire like hour, 15 minutes of like an actual like a movie, I guess. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like the whole time I'm like, what is going on? You know, because it's set up to be like this murder mystery monster supernatural thing. Right. And then the veil gets pulled. But there's a whole other movie in here. <laughs> right. Just, it's just hard to sit through. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's ultimately like how much do you like the stuff at the end and in the beginning to sit through it? You know? Right. Yeah. It it really comes down to is the twist worth it? Yeah. I will say I would just Google it. <laughs> so I feel like I got it from listening to you guys. Right. I, you, you did. You did. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I would Google it. it it's honestly, it's more interesting to read about. And like, I am fascinated wow. to see, I am fascinated to like, hear like Juan's like, what inspired it. And, you know, like when he can get into like the nitty gritty, now that it's out, he can actually get into spoiler commentary and stuff. Cause they kept mm-hmm. it so guarded, barely did any press because of that. But like, now that it's out, I'm more interested to hear about all of that stuff, like the behind the scenes stuff yeah, and what led I, to this. I need to know if it was a prank. That's that's my thing. I, I don't think it was. was. I, I don't. I'm going to go out of limb. And I don't, I mean, and I yeah, because it it's was. a whole movie that he had to make, like that he had to right. make with screenwriters and people. No one's going to invest in a prank. Yeah. But you never know. That's the thing. Like, I, no, I need true. to know. Hey, we did get that Fantastic Four movie. Hey, oh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So uh, bottom line, don't you don't have to see it. But you if, don't. It's, if it's in your wheelhouse, like definitely check it out. I yes, because you might end up really liking it. I would personally okay. go back and just watch Dead Silence because I heard someone compared to that, like his early stuff. And then I went, oh, man, I remember that movie. I love that movie because it was so ridiculous and over the top. And I remember that movie. Yeah. If you want like a, a wild movie about a, a twin that gets revenge, uh, a, conjoined, a conjoined twin that gets revenge, uh, that Chicano kid actually points it out in our comments, uh, Basket Case. That one has also the same idea of a conjoined oh. twin being forcibly separated, but years later coming to get revenge with the... <laughs> Yeah, so if you want okay. goofy horror, then check that one out. You know, because 
we're basically in like a quato total recall situation. <laughs> quato. <Okay. laughs> okay. Oh my god! All right, so we are prep. Let's before we get into the next thing because I definitely have thoughts on that. Uh, let's uh, take a break and pay some bills, and we'll be right back. And we are back. Okay, so if people follow me on Twitter, uh, they know I was talking about a mystery show. <laughs> I was saying I just watched the the like I forget how exactly I phrased. I was one of those people. I'm like, wait, what, what show is it? <laughs> yes. So, and I left it vague because I didn't want to like. Uh, yeah, I was saving it for this. So um, that leads me to our segue into <laughs> why the last man. <laughs> on fx um okay so uh right i did okay i didn't respond purposefully it wasn't like i was ignoring but i was like oh no i gotta save it for the thing all right so uh why the last man uh on fx of course is based on the i will say classic you could say modern classic uh series uh by brian k vaughn and um it's been in development for what seems like forever and it's one of also the shows that like because of the premise, you're like, man, how did this not get made sooner? Especially with like The Walking Dead being around for so long. And, you know, yeah. that jump has already been made with concepts like this, especially kind of this isn't even all the way post-apocalyptic. But you know what I mean? So yeah, now we're here. We finally have it. We're up to episode four. And um, but I OK, so my comment was specifically the the first episode. Mm-hmm. Which it's kind of like, look, if a show ad- needs to at least make a first impression on you, even if it doesn't get really good until later, it still needs to like hook you and capture you, whatever. Um, I don't know how many times I looked at the timer, like the bar that pops up at the bottom, you know, and shows you how much time you have left. I looked at that thing five or six times. And every time I looked at it, it felt like the timer got longer. <laughs> I looked at it and went, how are there 30 minutes still? <laughs> like, no way. The last 20 minutes lasted four days. I kid you not. <laughs> it was so long. It was so boring. How do you make this premise boring? I mean, for those who don't know, this the premise is essentially that something, and it's part of the mystery obviously of the story uh mystery virus or something affects all of the men in the world and they all like just die at the same time on the same day i mean day. everything with a y chromosome so yes, like right. animals yes. people yeah um and so when all of them die there's only one person with a y chromosome remaining and so that is the person we follow and they have a little monkey who's amazing. Monkey's great. Um, mm-hmm. And then you see the world kind of what happens after because it's a the, the first episode really kind of dives into like the couple days before the event. They they like the day after, and then the the moment of, but they tease the moment like the entire episode. Like the the moment finally hits at the end, which you kind of almost expect. And they tease little things, right? Of that it's that something's happening and something's coming. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know. Okay, I'm more cur- I'm more curious to see what Janelle and and Nick thought because for me, I could go on this all day. Like I have I have issues with just how this is laid out and stuff. But what what did you guys think before I go too long? Nick, you can go first. Oh, I feel bad because like I would like to come back, but here comes the neg- another negative thing. I uh, I completely agree. I. I made it through two episodes before I decided to not continue. Um, I, there's a lot of complicated feelings because like when I first read the series years ago, I like now I have a more nuanced, um, a nuanced opinion of gender and mm-hmm. identity and, you know, all of this stuff that goes along with it. So, you know, already the premise seems a little outdated, you know, all, already because there's a lot of, um, things in it but uh i i'm also tired of shows about like a, a certain kind of character as the lead in in the center of it all but it also has diane lane so uh, <laughs> like, i'm like great yeah, so i'm like i want to keep job. watching yeah it was like i want to keep watching this for her and and those final minutes of the pilot were great so i'm just i i I'm too conflicted to keep going after two episodes. I think that's all it is. Like it, it's yeah. way too much to watch to like sit through something. I'm not all completely into. Okay. Yeah. So for me, <laughs> I chose to watch all of the episodes that were out instead yeah, of you, malignant. You know. Instead of malignant. Okay. <laughs> so I chose, I made a decision. I was like, I have Titans. I have what if I'm on, I'm literally on vacation at a hotel and I have to watch three hours of this new show (laughs) and Titans and what if I'm so sorry. And I will say that Titans was the only thing that saved it for me, but, but, (laughs) but I don't hate this. If I was sitting in my home and I was, it was another work day and I had to add it to my like timetable of like, okay, I got to get this done for the podcast. I got to watch this. I actually enjoyed the show. Um, it, I was rushed. I was definitely rushed because I'm literally like brushing my teeth, trying to watch it on my phone and like trying to like put on my clothes to go out for the day. <laughs> like, But I, I was actually very intrigued. I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. I'm a huge post-apocalyptic anything. I'm, um, I love like the breakdown of the system, you know, the matrix, anything that disrupts the flow of what's, you know, happening in the world. And so, um, I, I am very empathetic. So I throw myself into like the women in the show and like what, what I would feel had I would lose my dad and my fiance and like every man, I, I'm kind of like a guy's girl. I hang out with a lot of dudes. And, um, and, and I was like, I, I was literally like, I, like, I felt like tension in my chest. Like when that moment hit, like, I was like, Oh my God, like this is, this is a complete nightmare. What this show did for me is go, okay, I got to read these. I got to check out these comics because the show did a okay job. The only thing that really bugged me was our lead character obsessing on his stupid, small, insignificant 
fiance who didn't even want him when he can literally be the key to saving the world. I'm just, I'm so, that's so ridiculous to me. I don't think anyone, no matter how spoiled brat you are, no matter how much you want to be a magic teacher and not like get a corporate (laughs) job, like no matter what in this moment, you would think that his number one priority when this happens is to get to his president mom to help save the planet uh, and not go searching for his beyond, not even fiance. Right. She rejected him. That, that is not believable to me in the slightest. Yeah. That's yeah. the only thing that bugged me, but the premise is so, so sick that I have to keep going because I want to understand where this goes. And because I don't have that comic background, I am so intrigued. Like I have to know like what, where is this going? Why is it like this? Who, who is this agent taking care of him? Is she good? Is she bad? Like I need to know all these things. And so I'm definitely going to go read the comics. Yeah. (laughs) So number one, yes, Bri would go off. That is, that is Janelle's. Yeah. That rule. Um, And that's also why, look, that's why we love the show too, is because we come from different, angles on this and it's so it's it's cool look i'm not gonna lie your enthusiasm for the show almost made me want to like keep going i'm in this camp i don't know (laughs) i'm kind of like disturbing though like they did a great job with their like how it looked like the bleeding like the dying (laughs) that's the thing about the first episode though is that because i agree with you um Mm -hmm. i think and, and this goes throughout the four episodes. Well, okay, well, two things. One, and, and this was kind of something that Nick mentioned, what I do like about and appreciate about the show is that because it's been a while since that initial series was written, our views on, on gender norms and things like that have changed. They have evolved. And the show does approach Yes. With that, like it does try and like really embrace. Okay, I'm well, I'm so glad they touched on the transgender right. and the hormones and like how they're feeling. Like they are, they're terrified because they're not going to get their hormones. They're going to have to transition back, and like that really affected me too. Like watching that battle of of a transgender. Um, like just thinking about like I only have two weeks left. I only have two weeks of hormones left. Right. I, but I don't that know what to is do. such like, a that was heartbreaking. It's such a one necessary and yeah. two just really like that is the way that when you modernize a concept, that's the mm-hmm. way you you do it. You you need to bring it up to where we are now. And so I thought that was really that is something the comic series does not approach. So yeah. just because of the time it was written in, right? Like and that we've evolved since then. So I do yeah. like that. So I want to give props to that. Also, like you said, there is a moment towards the end of, and I will say that first episode again, when, you know, it, you get the concept of, okay, I've been spending time with these people because they need to matter to me when they all die. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, gosh. There is that right. So, but like the problem was, there was only one family I cared about, which was, no, yeah. um, you know, the one that I, and I know, I know if my Kofi were here, he would say, well, obviously it's going to be the one with the child, right? Cause that's where I am right now in my life. So when she goes into the bedroom, I was dread. I mean, I was like, Oh my God, no, no, no. Like I was just dreading that it hit home. Yes. But 
But if you look at all the other, it's not really about that. Like it's only because of the child. It's just because like none of the other characters really resonated mm-hmm. with me. I don't care that they like. There's not an attachment there. I was more attached to the dogs and the, yeah. <laughs> and, the and the horse the and like no right, right. yeah. So yeah, that's that's more of you know the yes, SM empathetic towards animals too, obviously. But that's also like okay, well those characters weren't well written yeah. then. Yeah, because they don't act like they like each other, even, you know, like yeah. right, yeah. the whole central premise like, uh, or, or the second episode, uh, Diane Lane's president's like, oh, I'm sorry to look for you. And he's like, oh, well, you know, he should be instead of being like, oh, well, you thought I was dead. He should also be like, I'm sorry, I didn't come look for you. Like, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Then, yeah. There is also no like a uh, hero looking for her brother or checking to see what happened yeah, there yeah. or him looking for her, you know, mm-hmm. even though they're siblings and it's, yeah, I get there's like tension between them that we get introduced to, but it's like, come on, like an apocalypse, you know, hold all this same thing with right. Kale said, like, are you hold, so still true. holding on to all this little stuff in the midst of like the world just ended, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, I agree. The, the main character is just not, it's very hard to root, uh, <laughs> yeah. for he them. And, in the first episode, I thought he was going to like step up, but by the the f- end of the third, <laughs> he's still going, Hey, I need to find my fiance and then I'll do your, I'm like, no, 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 no. And to your point <laughs> they're Yeah. They're not even to get, like, she told you she wanted other people. She wanted to yeah. leave. Um, yeah. And that is one thing I will also give credit to the book is that he's way more likable in the book okay you, you end well, up yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's just it's just not necessarily for anything out of the ordinary that the character in the book do but just this this version is just not you know very it, it's hard to empathize it's hard to like get behind this character i mean it's not just, everybody can be rick grimes that's true and and rick <laughs> was, uh this is this is very true all right so let's wait so what's our bottom line on this one i my bottom line is you should definitely check it out I think it's going to be, I think, I think it will get better. And I didn't hate it at all. I thought it was interesting. Nick. Uh, there, there are a lot of other things that could use your attention before this. I will say that just to add That's on a really to Janelle, nice way to say it. Yeah. Just to add on to Janelle, like, yeah, you should see it, but see some other stuff first. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, um, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to go a little more positive in Nick's camp. I'm going to I'm going to say there's just plenty of other stuff, things we will talk about later uh, <laughs> that I would rather watch. And I and it just I will never forget that pilot. So let's get into uh, because I want to I want to be positive. Jeez, I feel like we're like super negative the last couple of days. OK, so I want to I want to be positive. Let's talk about Titans. Yes, because I love this show. I know I stumped for this show. I'm an unabashed fan, but good lord, how do you watch this episode and not like just come away jazzed? Like the stuff between Dick and Barbara is is aces. The Blackfire Connor stuff, like I, I yes, I you can see where they were going with it in the previous episode, but. I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed this back and forth. We see more of the Jason Todd's kind of conflicts like, but okay. True MVP of this episode is Tim Drake. Tim Drake absolutely rules. He had not really had a chance to like really, he shined in the very few spots he's been in, but he hasn't really had a lot of time on screen here. We finally 
nicks that. And there's this whole scene with him and Dick. And that scene just like, if you're not a Drake fan after that, I was, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know what to tell you. I adored this episode. I'm so amped for the next one. There, there's my, see, I was positive. There's my spiel. That was great. That's my spiel. Janelle, what do you think? Yeah, great. Another awesome episode. Uh, just, they're killing it. Titans is so good. I, it's, it's really tough to binge it which is what I did because it's yeah. so depressing and dark. But when I find now that I'm finally getting to watch it the way it was supposed to be watched, like weekly it feels so good. It is so refreshing. It is just the right amount of dark, but also like there are certain like tiny moments of lightheartedness and almost humor at times. Um, and I just love, they did such a good job with these actors casting these roles. I just feel like they are all spot on. It's really good. Nick, did you check out Titans? I, I don't know if you did or not. No, I'm more of a Doom Patrol guy. Uh, Doom Patrol's coming, man. Yeah, Are you I'm super soaked? excited. I I can't wait. Uh, season two had to end early because of all the complications, you know. But I'm I'm excited. I'm I can't wait. I mean, Titans is cool, but Doom Patrol is where I'm at. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, I will not. For me. I will not hate on that whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> that's that good. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I really enjoy, I mean, look, they made a humorous sequence out of Starfire almost <laughs> burning people to a crisp. <laughs> like it's, it's so good. I love the show. All right. So let's get into what if, uh, which is the, I know in the, like the initial, initial trailers of what if we saw Killmonger and everyone was like, oh, when's that going to happen? And lo and behold, we're here. So we have the Killmonger episode uh, that we've been waiting for in what if, and essentially shakes up things and says, hey, what if he saved Tony Stark back in that initial Iron Man? And so then Tony doesn't become Iron Man and sits off this whole trail of events, right? Um, Janelle, what'd you think? Um, uh, I tweeted about this. I'm, it, it was a little <laughs> lackluster for me personally, coming off of like just awesome episode after awesome episode that are like really shook it up for me. It was just kind of like, Oh, it felt, you know what it felt like? It felt like watching WandaVision and then having to watch Falcon winter soldier. And I was just kind of like, <laughs> okay, like I like these characters and it's cool, but it wasn't like, Oh my gosh. It wasn't like watching Loki. <laughs> like it was, right. it was just kind of like, okay, it's there. It's cool. I, just not, but again, I, whenever it's land bound, when it's not magical, when it's not mysticism, when it's not space, I kind of go, I like glaze over. So that could be my fault. So I'm really curious to hear uh, what you guys think about all that. Nick, what'd you think? Uh, I wouldn't be doing my anime boy job if I did not reference the fact that Michael B. Jordan's character Killmonger, like it was Michael B. Jordan, right? I always skip through the credits. I don't actually song. know. I'm not. 100%. Actually, I I just thought it was. It okay. was. If it's not, like wow. Yeah, like, kudos, right? Like if it's not, kudos. Job. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, I'm glad the anime fan got Jim to make says, the yes, it was. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Jim. Um, I'm glad that the anime fan who also produces and stars in an anime, Genlock season two, come to HBO max. Check that out. Um, I'm glad that he got to make the anime reference in the MCU. Yeah, that was like, great. I believe this that is one of the moment. first few outside of like Shang-Chi. But um, other than that, I agree. I, I, 
some what if's been kind of spotty. It's been like one weaker one, one good one, one weaker one, one really good one, and this was the weaker one. So I'm hoping next one's good. Yeah, um, I concur. I, I feel like this was. I was watching it and I was just like, oh, this is just kind of forgettable. It's fine. It's not bad. It's not bad. And there's moment. There's fun moments in it. I mean, you know, like I, I actually laughed at that reference. That was great. Um, you know, I, the pepper stuff I really dug, like the pepper killmonger mm-hmm. kind of back and forth mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. That was really interesting. And and like how it ends is is cool. Um, is that a, the- is it a cliffhanger? Like, are we getting another episode, or is it just like? Well, see, this is what confuses me about the show. I I was told. I was lied to. I was told <laughs> I was told that like by episode three or four, was it Jim who told me this? It might have been Jim. I was told by like episode three that like it's this thing starts to congeal into like, oh hey, we have a vision for like what's happening as what if as a series. This has not happened. This has been <laughs> I I'm not putting words in your mouth. I swear you told me that, Jim. So I was told I was promised like episode three will like change how I look at the series. <laughs> It's not, um, and there's no, yes, I know we're like supposed to supposedly building to like guardians of the multiverse type thing, but like, man, th- this just seems kind of aimless. And if, if that's what we're building towards, like, yes, if that's the case, then we're going to get an episode that builds up a different person. And then maybe the second to last or last episode, we finally get them all coming together right yeah. that seems to be well, if I'm that's okay if it's not i'm okay if they're each individual stories but you gotta tie the bow on the end you gotta right dr then. strange episode it like you gotta yes. like kill everybody or yeah. like destroy the universe or you gotta like just right. start over or give me a happy ending like or, there was no like ending to this episode exactly okay yeah. so that that puts yeah. the perfect point because here we get that shuri pepper thing and that's cool but like you know the, and then like one of the other ones, right? We get Nick Fury kind of talking to Captain Marvel. Like we get yeah. some of these things, but then they just feel like they're sitting out there yeah. because you never get any reference to them in the next episode. And then if they're going to call back by the end, I'm not, I'm going to, some of these are forgettable. Forget. You might forget. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just not, this series is not clicking not in the way that I want. And I feel like it's because what Janelle said, they're not leaning into one or the other. They're doing this kind of right in the middle thing. And I more wanted just really interesting one-off stories. I didn't, I man, good Lord. Not everything has to build into a damn continuity in time. <laughs> not everything yeah, has to be I like the individual stories. And oh. I will say that, like, I feel that I am definitely more into this show than you. Like I'm, I'm a big fan. It was just this episode specifically just didn't really get me excited the way that some like I literally had tears in my eyes watching the Doctor Strange episode or like I was mouth open like during the Avengers episode. Like I was like during zombies, I was like, what? Everybody's dying. Like, it's just I I had moments of like, oh, my God, watching other episodes. I did not have any moment in this last one where I was like, oh, wow, like yeah. there's. There's none of those, but I do yeah. love the series. I really, really like the series a lot. Like I am going to rewatch the whole thing. Yeah, personally. I am. I, yeah. I, Go ahead. I had more fun. Like I, I wish it was just like if it was going to be these thirty-minute one-offs, or you know, either extend them to the hour and do like two-parter what-ifs, you know, so we can see the the end result, or right. be or be fun. 
Like if you're gonna like if you're gonna murder all the Avengers in one episode, have more fun with it. <laughs> yeah, know, like the zombies one. It was more about the jokes and the actual zombies. It's just like it, it's so like it's so stuck. Like for something that's supposed to be the multiverse and telling us oh, so much about like what else could be happening, this is there's not a lot of what if going on here. It's so right. oh my god, that needs to be a quote. That is. Oh my god, that's the, right on the nail on the head. Just yes, it doesn't feel it feels like they're almost they're too they don't want to go too far away from the yes. MCU-ness. And so they don't yes. take enough risks, which is just I'm not even some of the characters because like Ravager Thanos is great. There are things I can point to throughout this whole series that are awesome and love those ideas, but they don't go with the storytelling, they don't go far enough. Or they don't just go, well, this is all like, here's our here's our big plot points and we need to kind of move this if it's all connected. It's just kind of in the middle. And I look, I am about 50-50 on the show. I don't love it. I don't hate it. And about every other episode for me is great. And it's like, oh, that's an awesome episode. And then it's like, oh. So I would recommend watching all of what if over the why the last man. Show. <laughs> you know what? There you go. There are more things to watch. It all this is true. That. Or drop them both and make sure you watch Titans. <laughs> there. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Freaking, yes. That is my wreck. Like, put down why. Let it simmer. Go watch Titans. We're almost. Dude, I, I was so excited about Thanos seeing Thanos in our comics. Oh, yes. You know what? That's a good, that's a perfect segue, Janelle. Let's get into <laughs> comics real quick because I want to make sure. Uh, now, of course, we talked about uh, Harley Quinn and you can, we'll, we'll have, I mean, you can always check out our full review and everything on comicbook.com. Um, but we're going to dip into the other two books since we've already given that some time. We're going to talk Eternals, Thanos Rises, <laughs> number one. That was not a deep voice that I was going for. <laughs> that, was, that was not that was it was not booming in any way. Better than I could do. All right. So, you know, it's fitting that Jim is in the comments and we're going to talk about Eternals. Um, so, okay. I am, if you were, if you were curious, this story is a really good encapsulation of how Thanos came to be and some of the, the kind of core building blocks of Eternals. Um, I'm very curious before I go on off on stuff. What did you guys think of this issue? Nick, you can go ahead. I like Thanos, so um, <laughs> more more Thanos is good. I just an offhanded question. You would know more about this than I do, Matt. Like, does this mean we're getting like Thanos stuff in the MCU? How does like are we getting more of that in like possibly Eternals or uh, I don't know. I that that's my takeaway. It's just I'm like, what what does this mean? <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. You can't have like now because the comics are so um future MCU centric right it's like every new comic story is mm-hmm. feels like it's created in a way that you could cherry pick elements right for the MCU like i read books like this now and go oh well this is clearly a structure for <laughs> for bringing this into the the movies right um that's a good question i would typically would say yes if we hadn't just you know killed him (laughs) like like if we hadn't just like whisked him out of existence but but then again this very much the the core concept of the eternals right is their namesake 
is how they come back and not even that they come back. Cause that's kind of the most boring part. It's, it's the how and all the kind of political intrigue amongst the group and deciding like who to exile. What do you want to do this lifetime? That stuff's to me anyway, the more interesting stuff. And that's what this issue actually delves into a lot, which I really enjoyed. Um, I don't know. I would say typically I would say the, the foundations of it, maybe, but him Thanos himself, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's the case. You know, maybe do they reveal he's, he's, this is in fact canon at some point and they do something like this where he can return. But mm-hmm. do you want Thanos to return right now in the MCU or do we still need a while to kind of put him on ice? Cause we've had so much of him. I do. I want. <laughs> <laughs> I do. That was such a, such a great thing. Uh, Janelle, what do you think of the issue? Uh, it's a lot to take in. I've, I'm literally almost finally done with reading most of the early Eternals comics, um, and (laughs) kind of like the first introduction of them. And yeah, it is, it's a lot, it's a lot. It takes me a long time to get through them. I love the concept of the Eternals. I, it's just a lot of information to take in and it's a lot of explaining in the dialogue which can be super intimidating. Um, but I'm so glad for the payoff at the end of the book. Like, I'm so glad I got the Thanos because I'm like, wait, what? What does this have to do with Thanos? There's a lot of explaining. There's a lot of like, you know, trying to understand who likes who and who doesn't and why they don't and where they went. And there's just a lot of that. And it kind of made my brain hurt a little bit. But I, I just, as soon as like the whole Thanos thing and, all of that was introduced. I went, okay, I'm just going to kind of like sweep all that other stuff under the rug and, and just kind of like live in this moment of like, okay, this is basically like Thanos's mom and dad. And, uh, and, and this is really interesting. So I think that Eternals will always be that way. I think that's just kind of how it is. Cause even in the very first, like really early comics, it's the same vibe. Like, I'm like, Oh God, what am I reading? I don't know what's going on, but I, I'm enjoying the process because it's up my alley. Like it's something that I dig. So I yeah. actually liked it. I I agree with all of those. I think that's a perfect way to yeah. sum it up is that Eternals is a lot. Yeah. That's the tagline. It Eternals is, is a lot. <laughs> like that, now that needs to be on the front of the book. I get why so many people, so many comic readers were like, wait a minute, what? They decided to make an Eternals movie? Like what? Now I understand why so many of you were like, I don't get it. <laughs> like I can't believe they're going to do this, but I'm so glad that they are. It's, and I really hope they make it clean and nice and easy to understand their origins. Okay. So that right there to me is like what I, that is what I'm hoping for in the movie. Because yeah. the MCU has a really good reputation of doing that. They, they're they very good at streamlining origin stories. Yeah. And and boiling them down to their base prospects. Whether you like it better than the one in the comics or whatever is inconsequential. It's mm-hmm. the fact that a whole new audience is being exposed to these characters that isn't, you know, necessarily looking for like as in a some cases dive. convoluted i will say yeah. uh, but also complicated like you need to get it across in a way that someone can easily understand to me this book does not do that no. um at all. <laughs> <laughs> this book no, is no, very no, no. much a comic book and it embraces yeah. kind of the exposition heavy elements of this i mean there's a there's a part where there's a, a, a one page it's just a chart 
of telling yes. you <laughs> where everyone stands on old issues. And I went, okay, I understand Hickman does it. And I, I don't was like, even okay, like X-Men. Right. I yeah. see you. I don't even like it when Hickman does it. Okay. Cause like, I don't <laughs> like the info dumps. I'm like, just find a way to tell me that in story and don't do that. But I didn't even read that. I'm not even going to lie. I skipped over that one. No, that I tried. <laughs> I tried. I gave up halfway through. Not doing it. Um, so I, so it's weird because this issue is so slow at the beginning. It's such a, it's a slog to me anyway. Yeah, it was, it, it was is. a slog getting through the first half of this issue. And then yes, you start to see the payoffs creep in, start to see some of the things happen and that's great. And by the end, it felt like, okay, my time was well invested. It doesn't mean that the issue was flawless and that the issue couldn't have been trimmed and streamlined a bit to really get to you know, some of the things is like some of that stuff really doesn't have anything to do with like the overall premise. So I, I ended up liking it, but I was in Janelle's corner. Like I wasn't a fan at the beginning. I was like, Oh my God. And then I, it got me. Um, speaking of X-Men, you're just there all you about go. the segue. So they, you know, uh, trial of Magneto, uh, number two, of course, this is, um, the, we pick up where the last issue kind of left us like what happened to Wanda. She's pseudo still alive. We don't know if she's still alive. She's in another place is, you know, we don't know that. And of course, Magneto is accused and all the things are shaping out to kind of pin this on him. This issue leans further into that. And he's like doing the very law and order esque. Like it was me. I confess. Um, I, I'm so I don't know. I don't understand this concept. <laughs> I, I, I know why they're doing it. They're doing it to kind of reset her and come out of this with like a clean, this is who Wanda is. Let's get rid of some of the baggage that she's had for a long time. That kind of thing. I understand where we're going with it. I don't love the execution because this still feels very, Avengers versus X-Men, the characters are not acting as they have acted in all of the other books. Magneto included. Magneto is is so much better than this. So this is such a regression to that character if you've been keeping up with House and Powers and all the things that have come after. This is not that Magneto. So it just feels so... It steps back. And, and then, like, I did like the Avengers get to come to Krakoa and interact with the X-Men and I will always love Emma Frost interactions with anybody. Cause they even talk about <laughs> the whole Captain America thing. And she's like, he calls her ma'am. And she's like, Ugh. like, see, like that whole thing is the call back to the gala. Right. So there's a lot of fun stuff there. And I like where we get to at the end. Um, yeah. Because again, it feels like a step towards that whole putting her on a plane and, and a fresh start, but it's just, I don't, this just feels so forced. And unless they just come out of come out of it at the other side and, and are able to justify it, which nine times out of 10, when a character is acting like they're not supposed to be acting, that does not happen. Like you always kind of look at it and go, no, that didn't, that didn't explain. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not sold. That's how I feel about this issue. What'd you think? Nick? Oh, uh, I'm not keeping up with X-Men. Apologies. Oh, you're fine. No <laughs> worries. Listen, uh, I wouldn't need you if Matt wasn't like, we're reading X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> this was the vote. I'm not <laughs> taking blame for this. I, this was no, voted. Matt, I liked this book. I liked it. This Wait, I, see? 
I felt like I knew what was going on because we have been staying on top of this, you know, uh, right. from the gala and everything like that. And and I actually enjoyed it. Again, I do not have those bounds, those those things holding me back of like, this is not how Magneto acts. Like, I'm just kind of, I'm like, okay. <laughs> why, well, why you got to impersonate me like that? Why you got to make me sound like that, you know? <laughs> you have a different voice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's your Thanos voice. That's, That's very hurtful. <laughs> But I, I really enjoyed it. I loved the art. I, you know, I'm a big fan of Wanda. I was really excited to see the Avengers. I, it had moments. It was easy to understand. There wasn't too much dialogue. Uh, it, it was just, it was an easy read for me, and I enjoyed it. I actually loved all the comics this week. So for me, this was like a win week. Um, and I, I'm down. Like, and I, I don't know obviously how these things normally play out, but. To me, it seems like Magneto is hiding something because he is protecting Wanda in some way or something like that. That's what I thought. Like he's right. trying to protect her and he's not really a villain. He's just he's he cares about her and he's looking out for her. I don't know. That's what my mind was going to. But maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I, uh, Janelle just checked me. That's what a check looks like. Janelle <laughs> just totally checked me. Um, <laughs> it's good. And it, it needs to happen every now and then. Anissa does it all the time. It doesn't happen very often. Let's be real. It's not. We're but talking it's comics. It's good. It, it needs to happen sometimes. Um, I'm, I'm here a lot. for this. I'm, I'm a lot. Uh, so a uh, quick mention uh, for comics. There is a uh, new trade, a collection of the Joker Harley Quinn criminal sanity. Uh, if you have not read that, it is by Cami Garcia. Uh, we will have an interview with her talking all about the book and kind of diving into spoilers, of course. But uh, if you are looking for just a badass Harley Quinn, who is like kind of the she's the one who's investigating Joker. She's actually like a cop and a, and a former cop and is now helping the police and things like that. And she's tracking down the Joker in this and there's it's really well done and it dives into a lot of like um makes a, real, a lot of really good points on like serial killers and like the difference between like um psychosis um and how that is kind of just the go-to term for things when it's more layered than that there's a lot of really interesting things to play here so uh definitely check that out that is out uh in stores now now we will get um okay uh brywood i did not i have not read rorschach number 12 yet um, I am actually, I need to do that. That is on my list <laughs> to, to finish that. I have not, uh, but I will definitely, I will, I will go do that. And the next episode I will, I will give, uh, my thoughts. So definitely I, I was enjoying the like first half of that and then it got a little weird, but I'm hoping that it rebounds. Um, okay. So real quick, because I know we're running out of time. Let's talk. Uh, I know Nick, me and Nick typically are in our comic book chat <laughs> during NXT on Tuesday nights. Uh, just like being big old geeks and yeah. just like going back and forth as things yeah. happen. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, NXT relaunched uh, as NXT 2.0 on Tuesday. And it was like a new presentation and it was kind of this new focus on like new stars and and all that and then we got of course a new champion and a bunch of stuff happened but the biggest event of the night was the wedding and yes i wrestling wedding happened on the show the index wedding wedding, uh that had we had seen like bachelor parties and bachelorette parties and all this stuff over the last few weeks and it's been delightful so what did you think overall of netflix or netflix jesus (laughs) nxt 2.0 uh and what did you think of the wedding no, I mean, it was great. Uh, 2.0, 
it was very overwhelming at first. It's a lot of a lot of new faces, a lot of new things thrown at me at one time, and I'm old. I need time to adjust to new things. I need I need <laughs> a slow old. burn. I <laughs> you can't be like, oh, we're colorful and new and young and expect me to keep up without like breaking my hip. So that's my only thing. It was it was good, lots of good new faces. I'm all in for Braun Breaker, all in for Hit Row versus Legato all in for whoever the other new guy was new, just new faces, new things. The wedding was great. It was perfect. It was everything I wanted it to be, Matt. Like just, I love, I love, I was half expecting someone to ruin it, which, which was weird. You know, no one, no one yeah. ruined it, but I guess that's what also made it great for me is that no one ruined it. <laughs> right. It's rare to get a, a wrestling wedding that isn't, a run in or or it just ends up being this thing it was actually a fun there was so many fun moments i will say i came away uh pretty happy with, with nxt 2.0 mm-hmm. look we've all seen the reports of like oh vince is taking over and even though a lot of those have been debunked and it's more that bruce pritchard and vince mcmahon are taking over kind of the visual side and like the big picture mm-hmm. stuff changing up the arena the colors the theme like all that stuff is very much feels like it could be on raw or smackdown but I liked it. I'm a I'm a cool with color, and I like the Wale theme, and like um, I'm, I dig that right. Um, and the core show is still being run by Shawn Michaels in in Triple H instead because he's recovering, and hope he recovers soon. Um, but I'm okay with it. Look, it yeah. needed uh, it needed some fresh blood anyway. Um, the fact that like, you know, half the people <laughs> left and went to AW or they were released or whatever was not the way I would have wanted that yeah. change to happen. But the fact that we're getting a bunch of screen time for people that have been on the brand and need that time and looked promising. I'm, I'm good with that. And yeah. I just yeah. Chompa won. Yeah. Chompa is the champion. I am happy. Goldie is yeah. back. That's uh, what it, I mean. That's what I was going to add, because like at the end of the day, it's there's so many new things, but there's a veteran who has the belt again, who has the title. So it's like you you pin it on one of your hardest, um, oldest names working there to like to keep it going and to, to kind of guide this new generation through. And I'm that's I think that's what's most exciting about it. Right, Matt, that there's like. At the end of the day, there's still Ciampa being like the top champion to like help all these like those are going to be some great matches, right? If if anything, yeah. right? Like it's I mean, it's I the fact that they went with him one because look if he does leave the company, which he probably will in a couple of years, or whatever, or maybe even next year, or whatever, right? You see that happening at some point in time, sooner than later, right? So especially this new direction holds up. We're going to have people that at the top of the card that are going to be in that new style. So this is perfect. This is a great way to kind of have him run with it for a bit. We -hmm. get that payoff and then he does whatever he does and they move whoever they're going to. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of people already on the card. I'm a big Carmelo Hayes fan. So, you know, I would love to see him get some matches, but Chamba's going to match up great with us. I mean, look, he had a match of the year contender with Walter. All right. It's he's he's a great wrestler. So um, and as far as like, because, yeah, I mean, I'm seeing the comments. Look, I report on this stuff every day. <laughs> I cover the stuff every day. There's a lot of stuff that I mean, look, if you go back and, and look at some rumors, they're not always correct. And you go back and look at others and they are. And it, sometimes it's just a mishmash. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff out there to sort through some of that stuff 
is true as far as Vince and Bruce taking a bigger chunk of NXT and and running with it. But again, the day to stay stuff. If you watch 2.0, you you saw that you actually saw, and we'll we'll see if it holds up over the next couple of weeks and moving forward. But you saw the same kind of tie to matches and the way NXT tells stories. It's the same. It's just with younger, newer yeah. talent, We're, and that's what Vince and Bruce wanted. And the yeah, presentation, that, that's the important stuff, right? Yes, yeah. the important stuff at the core hasn't changed. It's no. just the presentation, right? So yeah, so if you if you look at it and it's just like oh they're taking over it's dead or whatever to me that's just ridiculous that's just <laughs> it just doesn't that's not reality it's not what you're seeing now but you are seeing their footprints all over those bigger picture things and that will continue so yes I don't see Champa being the champion for two years I don't you know what I mean I don't see mm-hmm. Pete Dunne being in that at some point I feel like they'll give they'll have that moment for him. But I don't think that'll be lasting. They're going to continue this wave. We're going to see more of that. And that's what they want ultimately. So, you know, it's a mix of both, right? It's, but I, but overall, I will say no other thing does the index wedding like NXT. That doesn't happen if that's yeah, not on I mean, NXT. Good job. Good job, NXT. Uh, real quick, uh, because I did say we were going to get into Power Rangers. Um, we have to address now these are, International spoilers. So this episode has not aired here in the U.S. Um, so be forewarned. However, it was all over social and it was kind of hard to miss. So <laughs> I feel like we're not like crazy spoiling something. Um, that Izzy uh, was revealed uh, in one of the new episodes uh, to be the first LGBTQ plus ranger in the show's history. In the show's history. Mm-hmm. If had mm-hmm. it in the movies. I've had it in the comics. This has happened with characters, but some people like Nick <laughs> only oh, right. acknowledge yeah. things that happen in the show as canon. So for well, those, just just this like, is the first. Time. <laughs> I mean, just like I say, that canon doesn't count. I didn't say it on CBN, so uh, I thank you for that for throwing me under the bus already. But right there. <laughs> that was a that was. <laughs> That was a Power Rangers podcast throwback there. You're welcome. Yes, yes. Uh, but it's great. It's about time. It's one of those things. It's like, it's great. Good news. Congratulations. It's about time. Like It's Tesla Rouse. Awesome. It's the Green Ranger. It's so cool. It's about, it's about damn time. And I'm glad. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we go, that was a lot. We, we packed a lot into this. Janelle, do you have anything you want to shout out, mention before we go? I'm just watching Lucifer. Uh, I think it's the mm. final season, but mm-hmm. I'm loving it. I'm so excited. And Stargirl. So good. Oh, you're watching Stargirl? Yeah. Oh, I did it. I'm I doing to, this. I, I binged the first season, so I'd be ready. I need to catch up with Lucifer. Um, Lucifer's great. It's great. I, I love in. that show. God, I love that show. Um, yeah. Nick, did you have anything you want to shout out? Uh, yes. Uh, Fall season's coming in like two weeks for the anime world. Uh, there are, there's gonna be new seasons of Demon Slayer, new seasons of or movies for My Hero Academia, Jujutsu Kaisen, Sword Art Online are hitting Japan. There, um, There's a lot of new stuff coming our way. So please check out comicbook.com slash anime for all the updates and like, oh, and Dragon Ball Super, the new movie uh, is getting a panel at New York Comic Con. So look out for our coverage from that. That might be cool. And your fingers crossed that we get nothing but good stuff coming our way. 
Yay, yay. Look at that. Represent for the anime, <laughs> anime nation there. Uh, awesome. Well, uh, I have talked enough, so there are no more shout outs for me. I've talked. About. Um, <laughs> so uh, we are going to head out. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Kofi will be back next week uh, and order will be restored. Uh, so hope I did. Okay. Sitting you in did here. great. Fantastic job. I, I love you guys. Uh, so, of course, you can check out Comic Book Nation on Twitch live right here at 11 a.m. CST every Friday. You can also check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Alexa. If you say Comic Book Nation into it, it will come up like magic. Uh, of course, we will be doing at some point. I feel like we say it every time. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to say the review thing. I don't know when the shirt's coming. If you just like to do it out of the goodness know. of your heart, you can always leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. There it really you go. helps us out. <laughs> it does. It helps us out. Look at you know, killing it. But I'm not promising anything because I promised like toboggans and I said hats at one point and like no one's backing me Key up. Chains, mugs. Yeah, I promised everything. Uh, so yeah, that's not happening. But uh, without further ado, thank you guys so much for joining us and uh, peace out. Catch you later. Bye guys.